You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, because we are the only 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week free source of information and entertainment for you to win your leagues and win that cash. Also, big ups if you're watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We take you right inside Studio 34. We got the chat room going big time. We will get to them a little bit later on. We got a big show on a Wednesday. I got my guys, Chris Bavona, the manimal, holding me down down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. Keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. I told you already about Danny as well. Manning the YouTube chat. You know, it's the freestyle. Y'all could ask me anything a little bit later on. But we've got a great show for you. Remember last week, I talked about um, the concussion protocol in the NFL playoffs and how I thought it was a joke on how I thought it was just about placating the public so that it looks like they have the guise of caring about player safety. Well, I have some very interesting audio from one of the preeminent defensive players in the NFL, and he 100% agrees with what Speeds was saying last week. Remember also yesterday, I did my confidence ranks of the top defenses. I ranked the defenses that are still remaining on Championship Sunday 1 through 4. Today, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to do it with the offenses, okay? Yes, everyone knows Tom Brady is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then there is a gap until the other three. But I might surprise you with the team that I have in the number 2 spot in terms of the offenses that I am most confident in going into Championship Sunday. We are also going to put the fun in functional sports radio. I've got a lot of interesting stories to touch on. Want to see what the hashtag stats over beat Cypher has to say about them. But one that's really interesting, I'm over here in New York, right? We got snowstorms and stuff like that. It is crazy to me about how a snowstorm paralyzes major cities in the South. We're going to get to that, and I'm going to show you how that happened today in one southern city. I also got a poll question up. Uh, Danny, we got to get this going on the YouTube chat as well. The question is, where do you want to see HBO's Hard Knocks next year? What team do you think is ripe for the drama and the uh, you know the storylines of Hard Knocks? Is it the 49ers with Jimmy GQ? Is it these Jaguars that are ascending and bragging about it? What about the Minnesota Vikings, the Oakland Raiders, someone else? Let me know in the chat. Let me know on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds if you want. We're going to come on back and we're going to get into it. Concussions, confidence ranks, news and notes. We got injury reports for championships. Sunday as well. Come on right back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Leg out. 
The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com slash radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. You know what it is. It's your boy, the stable genius, feeds the spitting statistician right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle. You can hear it every Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we put the fun in functional sports radio. I got to start off, though, as I usually do with news and notes from around the NFL. It is a Wednesday, and if you remember from the regular season, Wednesday is the first day that injury reports come out, that practice reports come out. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I'm about to read some injury reports. All of these people, they are going to play. Okay, they are going to play on Sunday. The only insight here is if they may be hampered or limited in any fashion. Adam, I got a feeling. He's got a back injury. He did not practice today. Uh, Tom Brady apparently injured his hand yesterday in practice, jammed his throwing hand. Tom Brady is going to play, okay? But it is interesting. It's never good when a quarterback jams his hand in the week of practice and only gets in a limited session the next day. The other big name I want to note, Leonard Fournette got it in a limited practice. Remember, he left and then returned to the divisional playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers with that ankle injury. I'm telling you, they are all going to play this Sunday. All right, in a story that I was talking about earlier in the week already, the Steelers and Todd Haley are parting ways as the offensive coordinator. The quarterback's coach, Randy Fickner, is the favorite to assume the offensive coordinator role. Listen, this is pretty much Speeds calling his shot yet again. We said this. We said that there was friction between him and Big Ben Roethlisberger. We said that uh, Big Ben wanted this other guy, Randy Fickner, the quarterback coach, to come in and almost be a buffer. Well, he will now be the offensive coordinator. And you know what I think is funny? I told you guys earlier in the week... Here's what Ben said on his radio show. He said that we're on the cusp, so the least amount of change is best. Maybe that wasn't about keeping Haley. Maybe instead that was actually about keeping his guy, the quarterback coach, Fickner, in there for stability. I think that is very interesting. And once again, I'm telling you, this is the sort of stuff that happens when you lose. Haley is gone. We heard that limited partners wanted Tomlin out, and he's getting a ton of criticism. I'm telling you, if the New England Patriots do not bring it home with McDaniels leaving, with Patricia leaving, after Jimmy Garoppolo has left, we are going to start hearing uh, the kind of behind-the-scenes, under-the-rug stuff at some point. Boy, I will buy that book when it comes out. More news today. Um... It looks like a reunion for the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Muscle Hamster is probably not in the cards. They are saying that Bug, uh, Doug Martin will not return to the Tampa Bay Bucks and he'll be in the free agent market. I got to wonder, though, do you really want Doug Martin? He's coming up, I think, on his age 30 season. He's been suspended before. He's had an injury history. Like, 
If you had a choice, if you were a franchise in need of a running back, let's say you're the Giants, let's say you're the Lions, you know, would you prefer Doug Martin or DeMarco Murray, who we heard the same thing about a couple of days ago as related to the Tennessee Titans? Or what about Carlos Hyde? I think Carlos Hyde is a step above these guys because he's younger. But which of these guys would you want? Who, who do you think is going to get snatched up first in the offseason? I think there's not really that huge of a market for either one of them. And I bring this up again, Doug Martin, because this is just another example of why you fade what you see on hard knocks. Everybody was like, oh, Doug Martin, such a great leader, blah, blah, blah. No, he wasn't. He was suspended for four games, never looked the same. They got the same production from guys like Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, Rogers, Peyton Barber, and they had Sims as the PPR back. He wasn't really that big of a deal. But if you watched Hard Knocks, then you'd think so. And that reminds me of our poll question that we have up that I want to hear about from people in the YouTube chat with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. What team do you want to see on Hard Knocks next year? Maybe you don't want a team you see your team on Hard Knocks because it is like a curse. Well, I think the Raiders would be interesting. I think the Jags would be interesting. I think the Niners would be interesting. I think the Vikings would be interesting. Someone on the uh, on the good old Twitter machine already told me, what about the Lions, that they would be interesting? Someone's interested in the Seahawks or the Chargers? Let me know. Let me know in the chat room as well. Jarvis Landry is looking for a deal in the range of what Devontae Adams got. Devontae Adams got four years for $58 million. Will that happen for a slot receiver, though? That is the question. Right now, the highest-paid slot receivers are like Keenan Allen, guys like Doug Baldwin. They're making $11 million a year, not the 14 or 15 the big-time ex-outside wide receivers get like Devontae Adams signed. And also, the Cowboys look like they may, in fact, franchise tag Demarcus Lawrence, okay? First of all, the D-line franchise tag is $17 million, so you're doing all right. And this is a guy, listen, he had 14 and a half sacks, another, I think, four forced fumbles. This guy really came into his own and provided that pass rush that the Cowboys had been searching for since the, uh, DeMarcus Ware moved on from them. All right, one of the things I wanted to talk about here on the Fantasy Freestyle tonight, I mentioned it before how last week I told you I think the NFL has a concussion protocol problem. We saw Travis Kelsey get banged out in the wild card round. And we also saw Cam Newton get his clock cleaned, but then only have an eye injury. Because, And if you heard me last week, I said, this is going to be a problem. One of the studs are going to get banged out. Well, they got lucky in division weekend. It didn't happen. And they removed Drew Brees from the equation. They removed Big Ben from the equation. These are some of the good old boy face of the league stars that if they had to deal with this, it would be a problem. At this point, it's really like, what if Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski gets banged out, right? That would be the only people that would kind of make headlines. But what I find interesting is uh, I told you one of the preeminent players on defense in the NFL agrees with me. On the Players' Tribune recently, Richard Sherman was asked this exact question about the concussion protocol. Listen to his answer and then compare it up against what I said last week. If you remember, me and Richard Sherman, Sherman needs to be part of the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. Listen to what Richard Sherman said on the Players' Tribune as it relates to this concussion protocol. Concussion protocol and would you consider donating your brain to CTE research? Um, I think it's an absolute joke. It's for public opinion, for them to to show the public that they care about the players, they care about player safety. In a show of good faith and goodwill, they said we're going to have an independent 
trauma expert, an independent neurologist, approved people, and, and, and the same things were happening that were happening before the Tom Savage um, play, or he was looked at by the independent neurologist, and they approved him to go back into the game, and now the team is, is being ridiculed. How about the league gets ridiculed for letting him go back in the game because they approved it. The independent neurologist, which is hired by the league, approved for him to go back in the game. No, no, I'm not donating my brain to science. My brain's going to stay in my head. Sherman said the exact same things that I was saying. One, he agrees with me thinking that it's like all about public opinion and just peace of mind for the public. That's exactly what I said. I drew the analogy to people taking their shoes off in the damn airplane line. He agree he cites the Tom Savage play. Absolutely. If there was an independent neurologist, he wouldn't have seen Tom Savage shaking on the turf and be like, nah, I think your day is done. No. Sherman makes a great point. The independent neurologists are paid by the NFL. So they're going to do whatever Daddy Warbucks says. I told you, though, I think they got lucky. They got through this divisional round with no head injuries to any of their key guys. Drew Brees stood upright. Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Alvin Kamara all stayed upright. And I think that was very important. You know, I mean, if we had seen something like that, I still think there is a chance that they have to face this. Um, what happens if, you know, Nick Foles gets banged out and the Eagles, who everybody thought, who I thought was going to be one of the best teams in the league, are then down to their third string quarterback or something like that. But check this out. I think this is also interesting. Check out what Richard Sherman also said to the question of would he let his kids play football? Football? Yes. Yes, my kids are going to play football. Avery probably might play more football than Avery. There's one of his kids right there. Yeah. The attack of the little people. Um, it's the ultimate team sport. It teaches discipline. It teaches... Um, teamwork, accountability, dependability. I think it'll help, you know, overcoming fear, being courageous. I know how to tackle. I know how to play the game. Um, I'm going to teach my kids to play the game the right way, and it'll be fine. The final question. All right, so there you have it. Richard Sherman, that was on the Players' Tribune. I thought it was very interesting. People consider Richard Sherman and a lot of the Seahawks to be, like, you know, very progressive and enlightened and intellectual guys. Turns out he's saying the same exact thing. I think the concussion protocol is a joke. The NFL only has to deal with it for three more games in these high-risk situations. But I'm telling you, for me, the candidates, what happens if Tom Brady gets rocked and is shaking on the turf? What about Rob Gronkowski? Right? What about Nick Foles if the Eagles have to go to their third-string quarterback? You know, what if, what if Blake Bortles at this point gets knocked out? What would that do to his story? Leonard Fournette, what would that do to the Jaguars? Okay, I think this is very interesting, and I think the NFL is walking a very slippery slope with the independent neurologists because they are on the NFL take like everybody else, and the concussion protocol is a sham. Just look at what happened with Cam Newton in the wild card round. All right, when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I ranked my confidence in the defenses that are left. I do the same for the offenses that are left. Yeah, the Patriots are one. Come find out how I rank the left, the rest. Come on back. It's a fantasy freestyle with the stable genius, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Ooh, ooh. 
Hey there, everybody. It's me, Joe Pizzapia. Baseball is back, and that means the Fantasy Baseball Black Book is back as well. It's me. It's Paul Spore writing starting pitching profiles. It's Jake Seeley. It's Sammy Reed writing DFS. It's a whole lot of greatness right here for you. You can get the new Fantasy Black Book for baseball on Amazon, on iTunes. You can get it in paperback. You can get it for your Kindle. You can get it anywhere you want, but make sure you get it because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez holding you down on a Wednesday hump day havoc here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I had someone hit me up because, you know, we've got Blake Bortles enclosed in glass over here. If you're watching here on the YouTube stream, I want to be careful. One of these things is we're packaging me in glass because we don't want any concussions to befall any of the uh, quarterbacks that are left on Championship Sunday. But I do want to make it clear for anybody who's watching, anybody who's listening, and anybody who cares about the way that we are honoring our fallen mascot, Ted Finn Jr. No, Blake Bortles encased in glass is not the new mascot of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We just wanted to, uh, you know, profile here, Bortles service real quick. And Jake Seeley was asking about Bortles service. I don't know. Hey, Jake, if you're listening, I got to tell you, the Bortles service wasn't for his team. It was that he offers Bortles service to the opponent. Okay, that's what that was for. But listen, we got a lot of topics that we're talking about here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We were talking about what team you want to see in on Hard Knocks. We got a poll question up on Twitter. Already over 200 votes. A lot of people have some interesting ideas, but I, you know, I'm learning about these clauses as well. Like people out there on the responses are saying, "Listen, that um, that uh, Oakland would be great, but they are disqualified because they have a new head coach, so that you can't be on Hard Knocks if you have a new uh, a first year head coach." Um, also, Clayton Trahan, who always responds to the polls, big ups to Clayton, shout out there, hashtag stats over beat cipher, says that um, the Jags would be great, but they don't have to do it because they were a playoff team. So I didn't know that there were all these. I just thought pretty much like if you had done it already, you don't have to do it. I guess you have the right of first refusal in certain situations, first year head coach. Uh, apparently, if you were a playoff team. Like, a couple years ago, though, they did the Los Angeles Rams when they moved from St. Louis to Los Angeles. You don't think they had enough of a burden to deal with? They had Jeff Fisher as their coach, for God's sakes. I mean, that is a burden to deal with. We were also talking about the concussions and how I think the concussion protocol is a joke, especially in the NFL playoffs, and Richard Sherman agrees with me. So hit me up if you want at 844-843-6879. You could also chime in on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. You can chime in on the YouTube live stream. In the chat room, my boy Danny will be talking about what's going on in the chat room with the hashtag stats over beat cypher a little bit later on in the show. What I wanted to do, I told you yesterday, I, I ranked the confidence that I had in the defenses that were still live in the NFL playoffs here on uh, Championship Sunday. I'm going to do the same today with the offenses. Okay, yes. Number one is the Patriots. And Tom Brady, right? I was saying it before. We talked about do you still need a franchise quarterback? In order to win in today's NFL, that poll wound up being about 60-40. Listen, I think you do, and I think Tom Brady is the only one left, okay? So that is, in essence, pardon the pun, but the trump card for the New England Patriots. They have, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback, a top five quarterback, some people believe the best quarterback of all time, going up against teams that uh, have inexperience. 
quarterbacks. You know, do not have that tried and true uh, experience at the quarterback position. Now, it could have been Matt Ryan, could have been Drew Brees, could have been Big Ben, but it wasn't. Here's the other thing of why the Pats are the number one offense. Rob Gronkowski is the biggest threat remaining in in the NFL playoffs. Rob Gronkowski is the best offensive weapon remaining in the NFL playoffs. If the Pittsburgh Steelers were still here, I would have said Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. But at this point, Rob Gronkowski is – I think it's really interesting, though. What are the Jags going to do with Gronk? I wouldn't be surprised if they just straight up put Jalen Ramsey on him. Forget about the covering the outside guys like the Hogans or the Cooks. Tom Brady's bread is buttered with – seam routes to Rob Gronkowski and the backside of the backfield. I would put Jalen Ramsey straight up on Rob Gronkowski. You want to be a big boy? You want to talk crap to all these elite wide receivers? You want to plant your flag and prove that you are the man, that you are one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL? Go and stick number 87 in the AFC Championship game and shut him out. You know, that's what I think they should do. And the other thing is, listen, I think Rex Burkhead might be back for this AFC Championship game. And that makes them very diverse, very dynamic. I've told you all season long, the Patriots heard at running back between Deion Lewis, James White, Rex Burkhead, even Mike Gillisley at the beginning of the season. You never know. And that is good for the real team, bad for the fantasy team. When I give my DFS plays and my fantasy plays later on in the week, you will see why. Um, my number two team, though. It may surprise you. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? And here's why, okay? I look, I look at the Eagles and the Vikings as very similar. I really do, and when it comes to offense. Okay, I actually think Case Keenum is the second-best quarterback, left playing, right? I think Keenum has a slight edge on Foles when it comes to quarterback, right? Quarterback play. So I'll give you that, right? But look at their skill players. I think it's kind of a wash. I think it's kind of a wash. You know, at running back, your Vikings, they got Lat Murray and they got a speed guy, Jared McKinnon. I think that, I don't know that that compares favorably to Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt and Corey Clement. Kind of a wash. When I look at the wideouts, you know, Diggs and Thielen, great. But Jeffrey and Aguilar had great, good seasons. Also, maybe a slight lean to Minnesota. But then when you consider the tight end position, now I know Kyle Rudolph, the red zone reindeer. Shout out to my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive for that one. I know Rudolph, the red zone reindeer, is solid. But Zach Ertz is a pro bowler, right? Was a top three tight end all season. So to me, quarterback, you lean to Minnesota. Running back, I think it's a wash. I would slightly lean to Philly. Receivers, slightly lean to Minnesota. Tight ends, slight lean to Philly or lean to Philly. But here's the thing. The Philadelphia Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. And I think that is the key. And that's what makes the Philadelphia Eagles, in my opinion, the second best offense that is there. Pro bowler, you got Jason Kelsey at center. Pro bowler, Lane Johnson at tackle. They even had another pro bowler, Jason Peters at left tackle, who went down in the middle of the season. They bring in another guy who's done serviceably. I can't, I'm going to butcher his name. It's a kind of a Samoan kind of name. I'm going to butcher it. But they have a much better offensive line. The Minnesota Vikings went from a blunt guts trash offensive line last year, bottom five in the league, guys like TJ Clemens, to a uh, average, slightly above average offensive line. That jump was big for the Minnesota Vikings, but I think offensive line play is what makes for me the Philadelphia Eagles the second best offense on Championship Sunday. And here's the other thing. They're going to be at home. 
right? And you, I, I've said it before. I think the home field matters, especially for a team like Minnesota coming off turf into uh, the cold, onto the grass. You know, like, for example, will Stefan Diggs, you know, he's my boy. Right. Anybody who listens to the fantasy freestyle knows that I ride with Stefan. Can you dig it? But is he as explosive on grass as he is on turf? Would he have even made that play on grass last week? Or would he have been slowed down enough that the other DB that was there that got knocked out by Williams would have been able to make a tackle? Or would the grass have slid a little bit and he would have stepped out of bounds? You never know. The, the explosive players like a digs. On this team, like a Jarek McKinnon, I wonder. Like, even Kyle Rudolph is lumbering. He's a lumbering kind of tight end, in my opinion, in the mold of a Jason Witten. He's not one of these, uh, he's not one of these agile basketball player types, you know, like Zach Ertz, for example. But I will say this, and Keenum on the road has been much worse than Case Keenum at home. Case Keenum has been playing well, but he's played much better at home than he has on the road. They go on the road. The Eagles are at home. I give the edge to the Eagles offense over the Minnesota Vikings offense. Although, as you know, when I did it yesterday with defenses, the Minnesota Vikings were my number one overall defense. So we'll see about that. Okay, here's the other thing I want to say about the Vikings, though. I love this team long term. They got this quarterback issue they got to figure out next year, right? But remember Dalvin Cook? Remember what this offense could be? Imagine if that if they had these same wideouts, Thielen and Diggs, a serviceable good tight end, good quarterback play, and you had a game breaker in the backfield like Dalvin Cook. I think this team is primed to be good for a long time. The defense is good. They grew up together. They'll get Dalvin Cook back. They got to just draft offensive line and depth. They got to worry about this QB situation. And I got to tell you, to bring it back, I, you got to hope that they're not the team on hard knocks. Because if they are, they get the hard knocks curse, and that would be an issue. And then fourth for me is the Jacksonville Jaguars in terms of their offense. But here's why. One of the biggest things is I am concerned about the health of Leonard Fournette. This is a guy that has been banged up all season long. Ankle injuries, foot injuries. You know, he's one of those Kia players. My neck, my back. He's one of those kind of guys, right? And can he be trusted? He's exited games midway through at times. So that is a concern for me. I don't care what people say. Blake Bortles is still a concern for me. You hear that? You hear that, Blake? You are still a concern for me. I'm looking you dead in your face. I'm looking you dead in your face, Blake. You are a concern for me. You still might have some border service to the opponents. But as you can see, if you're watching on the YouTube live stream, I knocked down Blake Bortles. Maybe it is, in fact, that easy. Um, But here's the thing. You know what's funny is that they are my number four offense here out of the four. But they put up 45 points last week. Their offense put up 38 points because they, the, they got the defensive touchdown as well, right? And they did that on the road against a top-five defense, right? So, so uh, it's funny that my lowest-ranked offense is a team that put up 38 points offensively last week. But there you have it. You got the Pats. I got the Eagles mostly on the strength of their offensive line and then the Vikings and then the Jags. What we're going to do on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle is we are going to do the same thing, the confidence ranks, but we are going to do it with 
the coaching staffs. Okay, I think that's interesting. I rank the defenses. I rank the offenses. I'm going to give you my confidence in the coaching staffs on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back here today, we are going to engage with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. I bring in my boy Danny Otto from the Fantasy Pit of Misery. We see what the people are saying because it's the freestyle. We could talk about anything. And I got a couple of interesting stories that are in the news right now that are going underreported in my opinion. And we're going to talk about them because we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. I told you, down south, major cities shut down with like two inches of snow. I'm going to give you an example of that when we come back. I'm going to tell you uh, who's making Danica Patrick say GoDaddy.com. And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, another feather in the cap of Philadelphia Eagles fans. All that and more with the Stats Over Beat Cypher when we come back. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Shimmy y'all, shimmy shimmy y'all. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speed the spitting statistician, the stable genius here, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats with the stats over beats cipher. I want to tell you guys about something. I've been telling you all show how uh, the South like shuts down. With snow, remember they had like snowstorms in Florida a couple of weeks ago. Well, check this out. There is two inches of snow. In Charlotte today. I got to ask my boy Jake Seely about this. He's down there. But um, there are two inches of snow in Charlotte. And so uh, in the AHL, the Charlotte Checkers, this is like the uh, minor league affiliate of the Carolina Hurricanes. They are home tonight in Charlotte playing against the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Okay. It was too cold, though. There was two inches of snow. So check this out. They moved the game from 7 p.m. They moved it up to 5 p.m. because they were worried about the snow. And, check this out, they're going to close off the arena to fans. They are not going to let fans in. They are not. They're telling people to stay home. They are going to play this game in the building before an, in an empty building with zero fans there. And check this out. The COO of the Checkers, Tara Black, says... And I quote, so first of all, the snow events are infrequent here in the south, sort of sporadic and very, very unpredictable. They can't handle the snow. And by snow, I mean two inches of snow in Charlotte. So they are going to bar the gates and play the game in front of zero fans. I think that is crazy when I read it originally. But check this out. It's not the first time they've done this. 
They did it on January 22nd, 2016, almost two years to the day. They did it when they were playing against the Chicago Wolves. And in that game, it was icy conditions. But the teams were already there practicing. The refs were already there. So they played the game, did not let fans go to the game and played before an empty building and zero crowd. They wound up losing that game. Uh... The Charlotte Checkers, they, they lost that game 4-3. We'll see what happens against the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. But there goes, like, home ice advantage, huh? I think that is pretty crazy. They're saying that they, couldn't, they wouldn't be able to get um, the road team, the Tigers, to come back to Charlotte in the schedule so they couldn't postpone it and stuff. I thought that was very crazy. Hey, Bavona, down there in the fantasy pit of misery, I know you're a hockey guy, right? So, and I know maybe played hockey, love hockey. What would it be like to play in front of zero fans? I feel like it would be more like, you know, if you were playing, not, ju- not necessarily for a, um, uh, like a triple-A team, but you'd be more like a middle school team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, doesn't, you know, you get up for the games and the fans and the crowd give you some of that energy. Don't you think, like, the adrenaline would be running a little low in front of zero fans? You would, I mean, it, I guess it depends on the type of person you are. Like, I know whenever I played a sport, whether it was basketball, lacrosse, football, for me... I know how to block everything out. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of fans there are. You just, you just kind of go out there and play no matter what. All right. If you say so, I think it would take something away from the intensity uh, with no crowd there. But I did think that was interesting. So let me know if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. If you're watching on the YouTube live stream, listen, I already knocked Blake Bortles down. I hope he's not concussed. We might have to take his helmet away. And you might have to miss some time. But here's what I want to do. I want to go down into the fantasy pit of misery. I got my boy Danny Boy or Danny Auto over here. Hey, Danny, first of all, I didn't know uh, that this was like your, your name for your band, Danny Auto, huh? It, it is. Um, do you want me to tell you how? Sure. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, we got the Manimal. We got Chris Venture, the analyst over here. We got the fantasy best friends forever. We got the fantasy executive, the all-in kid, the spitting statistician. And now, you know, we used to have Ventra, you know, here uh, on the Fantasy Freestyle running the YouTube chat. It sounds like it's going to be Ventra on Fridays, a couple days a week. But, you know, Danny, you're going to really be part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. So I, got, I feel like we need a nickname for you, but I didn't know you already had one. I had one, but this kind of got created because I'm I'm in a band called Automatic 253. Yeah. And uh, everyone would take down my number so that I could give them tickets. And I would never – they would never ask me for my last name. And I so I just asked out of curiosity, like, are you just putting Danny in your phone, some uh-huh. random dude? Or are you giving me a fake last name? And they said, oh, no, we just go Danny Automatic. And it shortens it to, to Danny, Danny Auto. Auto. So you were, like, automatically the hookup to get tickets? Is yeah. that it? Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So I can call you like Danny StubHub? Yeah. Let's go for that. All right. We'll see. Because, you know, it's a sports network, right? So I want to get a little sports action in there. But that's all right. Hey, what are the people saying? Are they talking at all about hard knocks next year? Are they talking at all about the concussion protocol? Are they all over the place? As always, it's the freestyle. I'm ready to talk anything. We are all over the place. But I do have to tell you, we, we did talk about some of the hard knocks yeah. possibilities. Okay. What yeah. do we got? So, uh, Strong Style Ninja wants Yeah, Oakland. Strong Style. Yo, first of all, shout out to Strong Style. <laughs> strong Style is like tried and true, always in the chat. Big things. I appreciate it. Stats over beats Cypher for Strong Style. Uh, we got to make sure we read out what Strong Style is saying all the time. And Strong Style, my man, if you are, in fact, a testosterone-based life form, um, <laughs> you can always holler at me, bro, at 844-843-6879. But what is Strong Style saying? Uh, strong Style wants Oakland. Yeah, 
I think that would be really interesting. You got John Gruden. You got the potential character that is Marshawn Lynch. You have the storyline of them, you know, moving to Vegas. I think that's definitely interesting. But someone on the chat, uh, someone on the, on the Twitter said that uh, if you have a new head coach, you are disqualified, or you don't have to do it if you have a fir- uh, a first year head coach with the team. Ooh. So that could be the case. Are there any other options that? Are, who do you think would be a good uh, a good season to cover? You know, um, I, like, I like the Jags or the Niners. Yeah, so so those those are the kind of the other popular options. I, I've I've okay. gotten a, I actually a couple of people agreed. I know Lance and and Jim and even Strong Style at some points were agreeing that the Jags would be interesting. Yeah, I, I think so. They seem to be a little bit braggadocious. Some young guys here. Check this out, Danny. Um, I mentioned who's going to be making Danica say "Go, Daddy." You know that there is a new uh, power sports couple. Do you know who Danica Patrick has confirmed that she is dating? I do, and and I'm 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 more sad at myself that I know this piece of gossip. Why gossip. are you sad about yourself? I don't I don't really pride myself in know the, knowing this kind of thing. All right, fair enough. But you work at a network that talks about it a lot. I do. It I is do. Aaron Rodgers. It is. It is Aaron Rodgers, and I got to tell you, for a long time, I thought Olivia Munn was just a beard for him. Um, so maybe Danica Patrick is as well. And Aaron Rodgers is strange from his family. It's kind of weird. His brother was like on The Bachelor. It's very weird. Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to. It's not like a lot of there's reports. A lot of his teammates don't even really like him. And they say, you know, like he's just socially kind of awkward. You could even see it in some of the State Farm commercials with Clay Matthews. So I wonder what Danica sees in him. You think it's the uh, what do you think it is? You think it's the rocket arm or the uh, or the 20 million dollars a year? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to lean to the, the second. <laughs> but it's not like Danica's hurting for money. She's not, but it could be a power play. Like, I mean, he's definitely more popular than she is. Unique power play, just like Jay-Z and Beyonce kind of thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers was, uh, you know, as we know, dating Olivia Munn beforehand. So, I mean, da- Danica, I got no beef with Danica, but I still would call that a uh, something of a downgrade because uh, Olivia Munn. I definitely agree with, with that. the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and here's the here's the um the last thing I want to I want to ask you about today. Check this out. We know that the Philadelphia um the Philadelphia Eagles are uh, known from having like boisterous fans. You know, like these are this is a fan base that booed Santa Claus famously. This is a, a fan base that cheered when Michael Irving laid uh, partially paralyzed on the turf at Veterans Stadium. So we know that the Eagles, you know, their uh, fans have this kind of reputation. Right. Well, last week in the playoff game against Atlanta, there's a 22-year-old Eagles fan. Guy's name is Taylor Hendricks, okay? This 22-year-old, he, uh, he was ejected from the game from, you know, who would have thunk it being too intoxicated? <laughs> who would have thunk it? Um, so he's ejected from the stadium. And then when he's outside the stadium... Check this out. He decides that he ain't done fighting the powers that be. So he winds up punching a police horse. He winds up going after one of the police horses. You know, the cops are mounted on the horses. And he goes up to one of the horses and starts punching him around the head and the hind legs. Even hit the cops, the cop that was riding him on the legs a few times. This guy was then arrested. He's going to have a $5,000 fine. He has to appear before a judge on January 30th. I don't know. If you're an Eagles fan, if you're a different Eagles fan, right, do you feel pride in this? Do you think he's representing the kind of... um, you know, the 
pigeonhole typecast nature of the Eagles fans, and are you proud about that, or do you want to try and go away from that reputation as an Eagles fan and kind of be like, nah, 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 that's not us? Well, I, I, I am not an Eagles fan, so I don't know how I could put myself in that mindset, but... All of the stuff you listed off before that, I yeah. think some of those things aren't as bad as this. Really? So you wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You, what about when they were cheering that the man was laying paralyzed? That's on what I'm the saying. Turf? That I said, I said, punching a police horse. I don't know if that's as bad. Oh, as Oh, you're saying that's cheering. not as bad? Yeah, oh. for them cheering somebody who's partially paralyzed. So you think you think uh, on the scale of like you went too far as a fan base, right? You think that um, cheering the potential paralysis of an opponent is worse? A little bit. (laughs) Than being so rowdy that you're punching horse. Why would you punch a horse? I would be – I said this because you mentioned this earlier. But I would be terrified to punch a regular horse without a police officer on top of it. Absolutely. I would be frustrated. I wouldn't punch a duck. You know, I wouldn't punch – I wouldn't – yo, exactly. (laughs) But I'm saying like – it could be an animal much smaller than a horse, and I wouldn't mess with it. You know, like, you don't know how animals are going to respond unless you want to wind up on America's Funniest Home Videos. But there you have it, Taylor Hendricks, punching a horse, $5,000 fine. He's appearing in court on January 30th. Fly, Eagles, fly. I wonder if I told the kids that when they make the picks later on this week, if they'd be uh, more or less likely to pick the Philadelphia Eagles. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we are going to check in on the poll, see who the people like on the hard knocks, and I have uh, good news about the upcoming Winter Olympics. So stay tuned for that. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speed, the spitting statistician on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come Fantasy Freestyle. The Steelers and Todd Haley are parting ways. This is pretty much Speeds calling his shot yet again. Haley is gone. We heard that limited partners wanted Tomlin out, and he's getting a ton of criticism. I'm telling you, if the New England Patriots do not bring it home with McDaniels leaving, with Patricia leaving, after Jimmy Garoppolo has left, we are going to start hearing the kind of behind-the-scenes, under-the-rug stuff at some point. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm gonna knock you out. Not a horse, though. Not a horse. Not a horse. No animals are harmed in the making of this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We were talking with Danny Otto, Danny Stubhub, down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Danny, if we still have you, I want to ask you, what is airing on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network tonight at 9 p.m.? Well... I, it's not airing live yet. Oh, what is being recorded? What's being recorded? On the Fantasy Sports Radio <laughs> Network at 9 p.m. then. It's a uh, new programming. It's, it's funny you ask that because... Funny, one huh? of Funny one you of, ask that. One of the people that's going to be on it is actually down here standing next to me. Yeah, so what do we got? What do we got going on? Uh, we have brand new programming from myself and uh, Ashley from Ask Ashley. Oh, nice. Or Ashley, Ash, Ashley Answers. What was that? No, nothing, nothing. Ashley has answers. She, I think. Yeah, Ashley. Ashley has questions, or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> so it's you and Ashley. It's me, Ashley, and one of our friends from LA who skypes in. Oh, that that's what's up. That's what's up. And what is it? Is it what? What are you guys talking about? What's the what's the content? It's, is it esports? It's all 
geeky, nerdy pop culture. Really? So everything and anything in there. And what is the show called? It's called Poppin' Off. It's called Poppin' Off. Interesting. You know Speeds always likes to talk about players that pop, pop off as well. So you got to check that out when it is released on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got Ashley Abreu. We got my guy Danny Stubhub as well. Poppin' Off. New content on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got to check it out. It's probably going to be pop, pop, pop. Um... We also, like I said, we had a poll question up on Twitter today. I asked you guys, what NFL team do you want to see on HBO Hard Knocks in 2018? I put up the choices of some teams I thought were interesting. The Niners, the Jags, the Vikings. A lot of people are saying the Raiders. I agree. That would be very interesting. But it seems like there's all this criteria. New head coach, playoff teams. They kind of have the right of first refusal. What I think is very interesting is uh, Dom Tucciarella over here says that he would like to see the Cleveland Browns on Hard Knocks. And I don't know how I feel about that. Because like I said, one of the things that Hard Knocks does is hype up the team with all this false pretense about how good they might be. And I like that people start drinking the Kool-Aid because then I can fade them for the season. But if it's the Cleveland Browns, no one's going to buy all the puff pieces. And no one's going to buy that Hugh Jackson turns Deshaun Kaiser around and this is really the year. you know. So it's not going to help me because I'm trying to fade them after they are artificially inflated. Even hard knocks cannot artificially inflate the Cleveland Browns, in my opinion. But check it out. You got to listen to uh, Poppin' Off with Ashley Abreu and my guy Danny Oaklers. He is also known as Danny Auto. Danny Automatic getting the tickets for his band. Well, you also got to listen to my man Chris Bavona down there in the fantasy pit of misery. He's got his show, The Producers. It's uh, Chris Bavona. It's our guy Pete Considori. Pete Considori, I know, is a big hockey fan as well. Maybe he can shed some light on why the Charlotte Checkers are, in my opinion, the most shook team in all of uh, professional sports, not playing tonight or playing because of before no fans because it's going to be cold. It's going to be two inches of snow. But I digress. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what I still call the lukewarm stove in Major League Baseball. I'm going to talk about some guys that I still think are on the move and impacts they can have. I'm going to do confidence ranks as well. We did the defenses. We did the offenses. On tomorrow's show, we do confidence ranks of the coaching staffs of the four teams that are still left in play. And I got a couple of other stories I want to uh, talk to you guys about as we put the fun in functional sports radio. Most notably... Yo, if you thought that de- the only thing Derek Jeter was doing is trading all of the big Marlins away, no, no, no. He's doing more to agitate Marlins fans. I'll tell you exactly what it is on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. So come on back for that. You know what it is. It's your boy right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network for my guys in the pit of misery. I'll see you tomorrow. It's your boy Speeds. I'm out. Peace.